Thank you for tuning in to the Forward Church Podcast. We are honored that you are our special guest today. We believe that God has given our pastor a real and relevant word that will be refreshing to your spirit. If you will, please take the time to visit our website at www.forwardchurchonline.com and also follow us on social media as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once again, thank you for tuning in and we pray blessings upon you and your family today. I'd like to say hello to everyone watching online today. Uh, we're going to be picking up in Revelation chapter 2. And while you're turning there in your Bible, just let me say Happy Easter to you and your family. Can I just say it's exciting to be able to come to you and celebrate Easter online with you and your family today. We're celebrating our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is alive and He is alive forevermore. And I'm looking forward to getting into the Word today. Revelation chapter 2, picking up with verse 8. And it says this, until the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things says the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews but are not, but are, the, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have uh, tribulation 10 days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. We began this series last week and today I'm excited to move forward with part two of a series titled, Jesus Revealed. See, today is Easter Sunday. This is one of the most celebrated days in our Christian faith. And today we celebrate our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. And remember this series that we're in, it's all about revealing Jesus. It's all about revealing Jesus to his church. You know, Jesus does this to and through the church. This is why the church is so important today. I want to echo that again from last Sunday. People who say that church isn't important, can I tell you that church is important to your faith? Jesus chooses to reveal himself not only to the church, but through the church. And Jesus reveals himself to the church in Smyrna as the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. See, that is why we celebrate today. We celebrate Easter because Jesus is alive. He is risen. As a matter of fact, right now, whoever you're watching this with, go ahead and say, He is risen. See, that is why I have hope today. That is why you have hope today. That is why we live. I can live because Christ lives. I'm alive because He's alive. And He's alive forevermore. See, we don't worship a God who's still in the grave. We don't worship a God who's, who's still in the tomb, but we worship the one true God. We worship the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, who is alive. And can I tell you, that excites me as a pastor. See, Smyrna was a church known for its persecution. Many Bibles actually above this text that we read will have the heading, the persecuted church. See, the word Smyrna actually comes from the word myrrh 
which is a spice that you may remember that was presented to Jesus at his birth by the wise men when he was a child. See, myrrh smells amazing, but you can only get that smell when myrrh is pressed and crushed. See, I want to speak to someone on that today. I want to speak to someone who feels like the enemy is pressing you. I want to speak to someone who feels like the enemy is crushing you. See, you may not be living in the best of circumstances right now. You, your circumstances that surround you, your finances, your, your health maybe, maybe even your living situations. Maybe, I don't know what is surrounding you today. You may not be in the best of situations, but just like that myrrh when it's pressed, when it's, when it's put pressure on. See, when you feel like you're being crushed by the enemy, that's the moment when, when something wonderful is about to be revealed. That wonderful smell that the myrrh gives off when it's crushed. Can I tell you, when, when you're pressed and when you feel like you're going through a crushing, can I just say, hold on? Because something wonderful, something sweet is about to be revealed in your life. And I want you to look at verse 9. Verse 9 says, I know your works, your tribulation and poverty. But look at what he says. But you are rich. In other words, here's what Jesus was saying. Jesus was saying they can take your job. They can take your house. They can take anything that this world has to offer. But they can't take away the true riches that you have in Jesus Christ. The spiritual riches, the riches and the treasure that you have stored up in heaven. Can I tell you, no matter what the world takes away, they can't take away your spiritual treasure. They can't take Jesus away from me. Can I tell you, the Jesus that I have and the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. And I want to encourage you in that today. The spiritual treasure that you have, the hope that you have in Jesus, though that didn't come from the world. That didn't come from, from this earth but that come from heaven, that come from the word of God. And when everything else passes away, his word will remain. And can I tell you, you will never lose that in Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, God's message to the church today is that if you will remain faithful, you're going to receive the crown of life. If you remain faithful during this time, here's what we learned in this scripture. Here's what we, is, is God's wanting to, to, to get across to his church today. If you will remain faithful, you're going to receive the crown of life. Now, I want to tell you something about this crown. This crown is different than what we would normally consider a crown of royalty, but it's actually a symbol of victory. It's what people would, would receive when they, when they won a competition. And I just want to speak to somebody today. I came to tell you today that no matter what trials you're going through, no matter what tribulation or persecution that you may be facing today, stay faithful. Stay faithful to the one who has overcome it all. Jesus has already overcome this world. And if you stay faithful to him in, in all of this, you will be victorious. You will receive this crown of life. You will wear the victor's crown, I proclaim in Jesus' name. You will overcome in Jesus' name. See, it's not about who we are, but it's about who we know. I'm, 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 I'm nobody, but with Jesus, I'm, I'm everybody. I'm going to tell you, God is, is, is working this through the church and be faithful to him who has overcome and you will overcome. What happened? So what happened in Smyrna? What happened during this time of persecution in Smyrna? Two things actually happened, two things. And I believe that these two things 
are happening in the church today, and I want to share these two things with you. Number one, the church spread. During persecution, the church of Smyrna, they actually spread. See, because Smyrna was facing persecution by the Roman government, it actually forced the church to get out into the world. Can I tell you, I'm of, I'm of the belief that even though we might be facing tough times in the church, even though we might be facing tough times right now, it's forcing the church to get outside of the comfort of the four walls of our sanctuary and get into all the world. As a matter of fact, I believe the Great Commission is being fulfilled right now more than it ever has in the history of, of the gospel. Right now, the gospel is spreading into every home, and I proclaim that right now it's, it's reaching people that otherwise it would have never reached. I believe the gospel is reaching people now that otherwise might have not have ever stepped foot inside the church building. But right now you're listening to this in your home and the gospel of Jesus Christ is entering your ears. And if you have a, hear, uh, a ear, I believe that you are hearing what the spirit of the Lord is proclaiming to you right now. And I wanna share with you one more time. I've shared this throughout this whole season that we're in, this season of pandemic that we're in right now. And I wanna share it to you one more time. The church is not closed because the church is not a building. As a matter of fact, Jesus, the church of Jesus Christ is alive and well, and I believe that, that ministry is being accomplished uh, more right now than it ever has. See, the church is not closed because the church is not a building. You are the church. We are the church. And it's time to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. See, not only did the church spread during this season of persecution in Smyrna, but here's the second thing that happened. The church purified and unified. Can I tell you, I believe that's taking place right now. Purification and unification, I believe, is taking place right now in the church. I've heard this statement almost my entire life. I'm, I'm, not, Pastor, I, I, I'm not going to church with a bunch of hypocrites. Well, let me tell you what I believe is about to happen. As if that statement had any truth in the first place, I believe God is about to render that statement null and void. I believe he's about to take that statement and no one on this earth is going to be able to use that statement from here forth because here's why. Hypocrites don't survive well during persecution or a time of pressing. Hypocrites don't survive well during a time of persecution. Only genuine faith, listen to me, only genuine strong faith in Jesus Christ can stand the test of pressing and persecution. So one of two things are happening and I believe are going to happen even more the closer we get to, to the rapture of the church. What the Bible refers to as lukewarm Christians will either fall completely away from their faith or completely go all in with Jesus. And I choose to believe that a great revival is happening. It's going to, con to continue to climax. And even the ones that's on the fence with their faith are going to fully surrender to Jesus. And I speak that in the name of Jesus. I believe the ones that you've been praying for. I believe the husband that you've been praying for. I believe the wife that you've been praying for. I believe the sons and the daughters that you've been praying for. I believe the neighbor that you've been praying for. I proclaim a full surrender to faith in the name of Jesus. I believe revival is sweeping across this land. And even in a time of, of, of tough times, persecution that we may even feel like a pressing and a crushing is taking place. The gospel is going to spread and revival is going to take place in America. And I believe it in Jesus name. Look at verse 11. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes 
shall not be hurt by the second death. What is the second death, Pastor? What, what is this talking about? Guys, it's very simple. This is what God's Word teaches to be the eternal punishment of the wicked in a real place called hell. Pastor, that's not a very popular message today on Easter. You might not need to be preaching that on Easter. Can I tell you that now more than ever that, mes that message needs to be preached? That message needs to be going across the nation today because here's why. One of the most dangerous and false teachings that, that we're facing today is this, that I know of. It's, it's this teaching that there is no such place, there's that the place called hell, there's no such thing as it. There's, there's no such place as a, as a place called hell. And I'm going to tell you, that's a dangerous and false teaching that we're facing today. And I want you to think about this. Number one, the Bible clearly states that there's a place called hell. And number two, if the devil can get you to believe that there's no place called hell, then he's won. So I want you to understand this. Here's the truth, and I'm going to speak truth to you today. You have a choice. If you're listening to this message, I want to speak truth to you. The Bible clearly states that you have a choice. You can actually choose heaven instead of hell by putting your faith in Jesus. This Jesus that I preached about in verse 8 that said he died and came to life. If you put your faith in the Jesus that died and came to life, that same power that brought Jesus to life can reside in you and I through the Holy Spirit. That same power that brought Jesus back to life on the third day on Resurrection Sunday through the power of the Holy Spirit can live in you and I. And can I tell you the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave is the same Holy Spirit that raises us to live an eternal life in heaven. And can I tell you the Holy Spirit is a free gift through Jesus Christ by foot putting your faith and trust in Him. And listen to what the Spirit says to you today. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. That's what the Word teaches. And God's Holy Spirit, listen to me, God's Holy Spirit is drawing you to Jesus right now. God's Holy Spirit is convicting you right now. I believe it. And I believe right now as you're listening to this message, you are being drawn to Jesus. And it's up to you to listen to what He's telling you. It's up to you to, to take heed to what the Holy Spirit is drawing you to right now. And I believe His Word. I believe the Holy Bible. And, and, and here's what I know to be true in his word. And I want to close with this scripture from 2 Peter. 2 Peter 3 and 9 says this. The Lord is not slack. The Lord is not slow concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering. That word long-suffering means patient. He's patient toward us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Can I tell you something? I've, 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 I've heard people say, Pastor, I've heard this rapture thing preached my whole life. I've heard this rapture thing preached for a long time. And I, I, Pastor, I just think if it was true, it would have already happened by now. Can I tell you that, that God is not slow concerning his promise? God is not slack concerning his promise. But I can, I can tell you with the utmost confidence today that he's being patient with the world. He's being patient with the people of this world. He's being patient with his creation, and here's why. Because it's not his desire that any of us should perish. It's not God's desire that any of us go to hell. It's our choice today. We can choose life and not death. It's not God's will that you should perish, 
but it's God's will for us all to have everlasting life. That's God's plan for you. That's God's purpose for you. And his desire is for you to be in an intimate relationship with him through his son, Jesus. See, God's being patient with you and I today. Church, I'm thankful for a God who's patient with me. I'm thankful for a God who's patient with his church. I'm thankful for a God who's patient with his creation. And I want to tell you something. Here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity today. If you're watching this, the message is very simple. If you have any sin standing between you and God, the message is very simple today. Repent and put your faith in Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, he that overcomes will not be harmed by the second death. We won't have to fear death. We don't have to fear anything when we put our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ. And you can do that right now. And I want to pray with you. And I want you to pray along with me. If you feel the Holy Spirit tugging you right now, pray along with me. God, we come before you right now. And I praise you for who you are. God, I thank you, God, for your son who came to this world, lived a perfect life, died on the cross and rose on the third day that we might have life and have life everlasting. And Lord, we repent of our sins right now. We turn from our wicked ways. We turn from our selfish ways. We turn from our own ways and we put our faith in Jesus and in Jesus alone. And God, I pray cleanse us from the inside out. Transform us. Give us a new heart and a new mind. Open our eyes to the truth of your word in order that we might live for you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining us on this Easter Sunday. God bless you and your family, and thank you for joining us here at Forward Church. God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to stop by our website at forwardchurchonline.com. And also subscribe to all of our social media as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, thank you and God bless you.